At the Pesach Seder, we find something very interesting and unusual. Typically, when it comes to any mitzvah in the Torah, we always seek wholeness, completion, perfection. When it comes to look for the Dalad Minim, for an Esrig, people spend hours and hours to make sure that the Esrig has no blemish and is completely perfect from every angle. Likewise, when it comes to a Shafer, there cannot be any crack, there cannot be any chips or any holes, even really small. When it comes to Lechem, Lechem Mishnah, when you wash Hamaitzi on Shabbos, each challah has to be complete and whole. Likewise, by a Sefer Torah, there cannot be even one blemish, there cannot be even one mistake. We look for that completion. Yet, at the Seder on Pesach, we take the middle matzah, and by yachat, we crack it in half. And not only do we cr- do yachats, but the entire magid, which is recounting the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and our birth as a nation, as a new people, is said over, the focus is not on the top matzah or the bottom matzah, Rather, it's over the middle matzah, the one that we crack, the one that's incomplete, the one that is only half. When it comes to halach ma'anya, which matzah do we pick up and we point to? It's the broken matzah. Later on in Magid, when it comes to matzah zoo, which matzah do we point to? Are we referring to? It's not the Kayhen or the Yisrael, which is complete, but rather the middle matzah that's incomplete and broken. Why is that? Why do we have yachats where we crack and break a matzah and that becomes the central matzah that we focus on throughout the entire Seder? We as human beings, we are imperfect. We have cracks. There are things about us that are lacking, that are messy. That's what it means to be human. It is to admit, it is to get comfortable with the idea that I did not arrive in this world as a fully finished, polished, packaged human being. Rather, I showed up here imperfect with many good things but also there are things about me which I might not be proud of things about me which I struggle with things about me which I need to work on there are patterns there are tendencies that I might struggle with for years or even decades and that's how it was meant to be that's how Hashem created me We're going to sit by the Seder and we're going to talk about the creation of Klal Yisrael as a new nation. But as we all know, it's not just on a communal level, but it's also on a personal level. The rejuvenation, the renewal of me, the recommitment of my own personal growth, of my own commitment of bettering myself and elevating myself. Says the Haggadah, the first thing we need to do is we need to admit 
We need to get comfortable. We need to be in reality that we're not perfect, that we're broken, that we're cracked, that there are parts of us which are missing. Because if I think that I'm perfect, or if I give off a persona that everything about me is amazing, is highly polished with a veneer of perfection, so then there's no room for me to grow. There's no room for me to be humble. There's no room for me to listen and to be taught because I'm already a finished package. The idea of admitting and getting comfortable with our humanness, which means that there are things about me which are not perfect, there are things about me which are far from pretty. That's what Yachatz tells me, and that's called vulnerability. It's something that many people have a hard time with. We go out to a simcha, we go out to shul, we go out to a social circle. And there's this cultural need to make believe like everything is amazing. My relationships, my parnasa, my children, everything is amazing. And we have this picture-perfect life that on the outside, on the facade, Everything matches, everything is pretty, everything is just so. We have such a fear to admit to another human being, yeah, you know something? There's a lot of blessings in my life. But I struggle with something in Yiddishkeit. I struggle with a certain midah. I struggle with parnasa. We have such a hard time telling people, you know, that's something I can't afford. Why aren't you going away for Yomtif? Why aren't you buying the newest car that everybody's in? Why isn't your kids wearing a certain clothing and we get uncomfortable to just look at the person in the eye and admit you know why because it's too expensive for me because it's really hard to make ends meet it's like oh wow if someone's actually honest and admits that it's a breath of fresh air because someone showed that they're human oh you struggle with this and this in your marriage and you don't have a perfect marriage who does Whose kids are perfect? Whose Avayit Hashem is perfect? Whose Midos are perfect? Nobody. That's the big secret. Yet we're so afraid to be vulnerable and to admit that I'm a Yachatz, I'm a cracked matzah. We meet somebody else. How's everything doing? Bach Hashem, Bach Hashem, Bach Hashem. We don't mean it. We just use that as a way to deflect and being real. Can we get real? Now, of course, this has to be socially appropriate. This doesn't mean that I'm going to bear my soul and expose myself in every area of my life in public or to people who are not safe or people who I don't have a relationship with. We're talking about in appropriate places with people who are safe, with close friends, with people who we can share stuff with. Get real. Can we lower that veneer, that brick wall of perfection that we protect ourselves, that we hide behind. So you know something? This is a pattern I've been struggling with. And that's perfectly fine to struggle. That's what it means to be human. That's how Hashem wants it. One of the first actions that a chassan does right after he gets married, while he's still under the chuppah, is he takes a perfect glass cup 
and he smashes it. I'm sure there are many reasons for that, but perhaps, perhaps it's a symbol, it's a lesson. We're about to enter marriage. We're about to enter this lifelong journey of creating a lasting, loving bond with another human being. The first act, the first lesson is, if I'm going to build a relationship with my wife, I can't make believe that I'm a perfect, complete glass cup. I need to admit that I'm, I have brokenness, that I'm human, that I have cracks, that I have things about me which are far from perfect. And I can admit it. I can be vulnerable. I can be real. Because if I'm going to show as if I can never make a mistake and I have everything under control and I figured everything out, there's no room for intimacy. There's no room for growth. There's no room for a real connection from one human being to another human being. So before you step away from the chuppah, Take that perfect glass and shatter it. Break that picture-perfect facade, which is a lie. When we're surrounded by this steel wall of perfection, it's very hard to connect to another human being because it's all fake. But when we're comfortable being real and we show others our cracks, then the light of my neshama can shine through. There is nothing more attractive than somebody who's real, than somebody who's vulnerable, than somebody who can let down his guard and let someone else, another human being, a close friend, a spouse, a rebbe, whatever it might be, see who, the real me. The biggest fear we have is if you see me, you will not like what you see and you'll reject me. But it's really the exact opposite. It's counterintuitive. I don't want to see your perfection. I don't want to see you picture a perfect facade. I want to see the real you. And when two friends or a spouse or family members can share openly and honestly in a safe way, that creates intimacy. That creates a bond. And that's why the beginning of the cycle of growth in the Seder we crack the middle matzah, and that's the one we focus on. There's a beautiful anecdote I'm going to read to you. There's a story told about an elderly peasant woman who owned two large pots, each hung on the ends of a pole, which she carried every day on her shoulders to fill with water from the stream located at the end of the village. On one of the pots, was a one of the pots on the end of the pole was complete and always delivered a full portion of water. The other pot was cracked and dripped water from it. And every day she arrived home with only a half of that pot's water. Of course, the complete pot was proud of its accomplishments. It felt really good about itself. The poor cracked pot, on the other hand, was ashamed of its own imperfections. It was miserable that it could only do half of what it had been made to do. After years of what it perceived to be a bitter failure, the humbled, broken, cracked pot finally opened its heart to the woman at the stream. I hate myself, the cracked pot cried out. I am so useless and valueless. What purpose does my existence have when each day I leak out half of my water? I am such a loser. 
The old woman smiled and said, did you notice that there are flowers on your side of the path, but not on the other side? I have always known about your cracks. So I planted flower seeds on your side of the path. Every day while we walk back from the stream, you have the opportunity to water them. For six years, I have been able to pick these beautiful flowers to decorate our home. Without you being just the way you are, we would never have created this beauty together. Let go of being picture perfect and embrace and admit your cracks.